Greetings, this is Carl, and this is episode two in the Starting Things series. If you haven't listened to episode one, you may want to go back and do it, um, or then again, let's just dive in, right? So being a starter means, first of all, congratulations, right? It means you're awesome and that starting comes naturally to you. And so now, I, for those of you who are in that camp, right, starting comes naturally to you, I want to walk you through a couple sort of practical issues. And the first thing I want to talk about is um, getting good at stopping, right? This is fascinating to me, that if you're a starter, being a good starter will require you to be a good stopper. Starting and stopping things are often opposite sides of the exact same coin, and this came up in a conversation with a collaborator of mine, really a, a, an idea partner. His name's Chris. He works with me on a, a lot of the work we do here. And Chris and I were talking about this idea of starting things. And he was pointing out that starting and stopping are often the same, almost the same thing. Like one is, in fact, the often the impediment to starting something is stopping something else. Isn't that fascinating, right? So let me give you an example. I want to start this business. Well, I may need to stop working for that person. I want to start writing a book. Well, it may need, mean I need to stop looking at ESPN. I want to start the process of getting my screenplay out into the world. Well, that means I need to stop identifying with that as that guy who's still writing the screenplay, like the starving artist thing, right? So starting and stopping are often opposite sides of the exact same coin. And so we need to get good at stopping. Now, what does that look like? Right? It's something I think you need to practice. And I, I practice. And by the way, like I, I need to be more careful about this. I, I don't think you should do any of this, right? I'm just going to share with you what I've done that's been helpful to me. And if it's helpful to you, awesome. So if I say you should start doing, I don't necessarily mean it that way. I'm just, I'm, I'm just trying to share my experience. So I have been practicing stopping, and I'm not particularly good at it yet. And it, it's going to keep taking. It's because I'm a full-fledged starter, right? I'm a, I'm a 110% starter. And so getting good at stopping is ta is taking some work. And I'm getting better at it though. People that know me well will tell you I'm getting I am getting better at it. And what will happen as you get better at stopping is you'll learn earlier on to recognize what is a good idea or a bad idea. Now, we've got to be careful about that, right? Because you're not going to be particularly good at judging. By good and bad, I don't necessarily mean whether or not it will work or whether or not the world, whether or not you like it. I don't necessarily mean that. I just mean the, the way I judge it mainly is like, is there energy behind it? So if I start something, there's always energy behind it when you start it, right? Energy, you start it, you start it, and it's awesome. And then if the energy starts to fade a bit, I've learned to just sort of put those things on the shelf. I even have a place for them. I used to have an actual physical drawer that I would call my someday maybe drawer. Um, now I just keep 
in Trello, I just keep a, I think it's called a board. I just keep a list of someday maybe projects, right? So they're, we're working on them. I'm working on it. I like it. I like it. I, you know, it's starting to fade. I throw it in someday maybe. And I've learned that the good stuff comes back, right? Like if it's good, it'll come back. It'll start to bug me. It'll be like a splinter underneath my, underneath your, in your finger, right? Under your skin. It will just start to annoy you. Like, hey, don't forget me. Don't forget me, right? Like time to pull me. So practice stopping when the energy fades a bit and then continuing as the energy continues. It's right? so just sort of, now that doesn't mean like it's going to, I don't buy energy. I'm, I'm struggling here to describe this because it doesn't mean it's not hard work. Like sitting down to record Behavior Gap Radio episodes is not easy. And I have to, I have to get all jazzed up about it. I have to overcome some imposter syndrome. I have to turn on the microphone. I have to open the program. Like there's a lot of opportunities to stop. And believe me, I take as many of them as I can. I go check Twitter and then go check ESPN. I go get some food. You know, all those things. Finally, I'm just left staring at the mic and I've got to do the work. That doesn't. That's not what I'm talking about with energy. I just mean like it's a thing you want to do. So get good at. I am trying to get really good. There I was catching myself, right? I am trying to get really good at stopping the stuff that I don't have the energy behind. The other thing to think about with stopping is, right, there is always some commercial reality. Like, I make a list of ideas, and the list of ideas is far longer. The list of things I want to do is far longer than than what I have time to do. And so here's sort of the process I go through. I think of it as a funnel. Okay, here's all these you know, in my in my opinion, great ideas that I can do. So there's this big list. So the next phase would be, are they all, obviously, and some of them are opportunities being extended to me by someone else. So to screen opportunities, the very next phase is pretty easy, right? Like, are they honest and ethical? If they're, if they're not honest and ethical, they get thrown out immediately, all right? So I'm still left with this big pile of either self-generated projects or external opportunities. And so I've, I've cleared out all the dishonest are they honest ethical and aligned right honest and ethical are kind of easy just get rid of them they're not always easy to be honest they're not always easy to tell if they're honest and ethical but you go through that process you figure it out then you say are they aligned with what i sort of want to do are they aligned with my energy and the direction i'm headed right now and then you've still got this list of very cool projects right to me the next the next screen if there's still a big pile of very cool projects, the next screen for me is to ask a question like, what's the highest and best use of my time? Because hanging out with my kids is cool too. Riding my mountain bike is cool too, right? If I'm going to do something for free, well, then I've got to add those things onto the list as well. So if these are commercial projects, then I say, what's the highest and best use of my time? Now, that may be influence. It doesn't have to be money is not the only measure there, but money sh- might be one of them for you. Like often for me, it is. It comes down to, okay, I've got these two projects. They're both honest, ethical, aligned. I'm jazzed about both of them. Which one would be a better use of my time in terms of the return on my investment? Which one would I make more money doing? Right? Sometimes it comes down to that. Others, it's which one would have the biggest impact? Right? So you go through some screening process and you get good at saying yes to the one that falls out of that and good at saying no to all the projects that don't fall out of that, or at least someday maybe. Or, you know, some a phrase that I love is, not now. 
right? So it doesn't necessarily mean need to be no. It could just be not now. But the sooner you do that, and the better you get at doing that, the the better you get at stopping, the better you will be at starting. Right? I've got more to say about this, but I want to wrap that up because we're at eight minutes. So that wraps up episode two of the series on starting things.